What is going on, everybody? It's just Jimmy Leonard here today on another podcast with gaming. Um, this past week, as pretty much a lot of people who have seen everything that was going on within E3, it's already done. It's finished. And there was a lot of games and announcements that were dropped within this E3 press conference. It impressed me, especially considering the fact that last year there was no E3, it was non-existent, and everybody either had to make their own reveal event in some shape or form. Again, noting that I also mentioned again about Sony, Sony is not there, and so at least like just like Nintendo, they would do something like the you know the state of play. Here, you know, again, they were not here. <laughs> so you had a lot of other companies, as I mentioned before from the last podcast, that were going to make it here. And a lot of them surprised me with a lot of games and material and others, to me, underperformed to the point that they probably shouldn't have been there, in my opinion. Um, and I'm pretty sure they had to kind of accommodate because certain companies probably were like, oh, maybe, maybe Sony might actually make a chance. Maybe, you know, but some poly instead just was like okay cool let's go ahead and have just our own, our own you know event our own conference it may be great it may be subpar but hey let's give it a shot because we got a lot of material to announce but anyway <laughs> um i guess let me just start off big here um xbox um you know me i'm playstation all the way as well you know i don't got no ill will no death threats, none of that stuff against Xbox, you know what I'm saying, uh, it's still a pretty solid system nonetheless, but, you know, Sony's PlayStation, come on now, better games, and, uh, better support, but, you know, I can go down the list about my reasons, but, <laughs> all that aside, I really had to tip my hat off to Xbox, they really had a great press conference, really, and, I mean, I don't know how it would have been if Sony was there presently, we we maybe wouldn't have known maybe xbox would have had maybe a less press conference than what sony would have had we wouldn't know but seeing as that we were talking about this year xbox and i would get to nintendo in a minute because oh my goodness they had a big announcement event as well with so much that dropped as well but in terms of xbox they stepped their game up and they had a lot of announcements and it just kept going left and right and i was very impressed with a lot of the games that was being announced for that system and as well as a lot of exclusives because, you know, again, the past years, they were very lackluster when it came to a lot of exclusives. So ever since they had Bethesda in there, because technically it was a press conference that had Xbox and Bethesda games, you know. So they both kind of, in a sense, share the stage. But Xbox had like Xbox Game Studios. They had their own games that were being exclusively made in that department. And then you have Bethesda that was talking about, you know, other games that was in in that realm as well. So, yeah, I mean, they had interesting games. Of course, they showed off uh, Forza Horizon 5 um, again. <laughs> I said it once and I'm going to say it again. That is a beautiful racing game. Gran Turismo is cool, but something about Forza Horizon 5 or just Forza Horizon series in general, that game series so beautiful and polished you know they put a lot of sweat and tears and then some into this game it's insane how beautiful this game looks plays just again i played it from a kiosk perspective because again i don't own it i don't even own any of the xboxes but from a kiosk perspective when i first played forza from that stage 
that game was so one beautiful to look at and awesome to play with and again so many i don't know how it is now but just when i first played it i want to say i gotta go back maybe i think it might have been xbox 360 day it might have been xbox one when they had it on the kiosk i'm not entirely too sure one of those systems uh it just happened to be laying out there and whatnot and um and again that option for you to like if you came off the road or you did something incorrectly there was a chance for you to go back a couple seconds back and be like yo i can make a better decision than what i did the first time so i mean to me that was pretty cool but anyway uh they showed that off they had the official trailer for it uh, pretty much you had the developers and the workers that worked on it and it was showing off a lot of the maps that was being put into this game a lot of beautiful maps um and i'm looking like yo you know going through rainforests city streets mayan ruins i was like dude and the game is supposed to come out around the end of this year that's a lot of games <laughs> if it ain't 2022 it's usually around the end of this year um is november 9th so it's interesting that that game is coming out there so a lot of people can rejoice if you're xbox fans to have that they also showed off a lot of other games of course they showed off uh, a lot of footage with halo and uh as always that is also a solid title as well um it took up a minute to show any kind of information regarding that game but they delivered and let me tell you that game I mean, the fact that you have the grappling hooks and everything like that, it's pretty cool. In my opinion, that's that's pretty cool. I was like, what? <laughs> you got grappling hooks. You can, like, grapple towards, like, buildings and planes and cars. I was like, dude, that's cool. So, um, that looks like a pretty so solid title there. And they also said multiplayer is free, which is... <laughs> I can't even tell you the last time you play online for free like that because um, I think it pretty much for if anything for Sony's department the last time you were able to play anything for free online was the PS3 ever since the PS4 like, I guess they copied and pasted the same tactic that Xbox was doing it's like hey you gotta pay to play online I mean sheesh because <laughs> that's exactly what they did with PlayStation 4 and that's what they're doing still with the PlayStation 5 when it comes to the PlayStation Plus but anyway, um, yeah, so they showed that one off as well. They also showed off an interesting title that's also exclusive to Xbox is Redfall. And it's, I guess it's like an open world game, like an FPS game. And, um, you know, they basically like find off almost in a sense vampires in this small town. So they only showed off a trailer. It kind of showed off more like a cinematic trailer of them while get running away from the vampires beating down inside that said town. But it was pretty cool. It's pretty interesting. So, um, but that's won't be coming out until 2022. So, a lot of Xbox fans probably look forward to looking at that as well. Uh, Outer Worlds 2. It looks like that game looks pretty interesting as well. Um, never played it, but it looks pretty cool. Um, they also have a couple other games as well that they showed. And some of the games that were pretty much announced within Xbox was also announced, like say, like within Square Enix or within Capcom or Ubisoft. So some of those games, and I could probably mix them all in if I want to. Um, they had that that was announced as well from that. Um, they had this other game for Xbox like Contraband, and um, it's kind of like they pretty much, well, it's kind of like one of those games where you basically, you know, you look into the band and you, you know, go and all this stuff. Like it's like a, like a smuggler's paradise, I guess if you want to call it like that. And um, 
It's open world co-op, so it's it's interesting. Got a lot of open world games that was coming out within this uh, system. So it's pretty cool. They got a lot of games that's coming out for that system. A lot of announcements, a lot of um, again exclusives that's coming in for that system. So if you're an Xbox fan and you have any one of those systems, whether it's the One or the X series, you gotta probably rejoice on that. You know what I'm saying? Xbox is stepping up their their status lot <laughs> i know some people were saying you know if, if you say xbox didn't have a lot of games then you didn't watch the press conference so i'm like even for me who don't own that system and always been with with sony i i had to sit there and be like yeah they had a lot of games that was announced there it took me by surprise honestly um but going ahead and switching gears with square enix square enix pretty much had a lot of other couple games that was announced as well one that was in particular that i was talking about which was guardians of the galaxy they actually have a game for that that series and i'm saying to myself interesting because of course we all know that square enix worked on avengers which is yeah, right now up and down especially when it first came out there was like you know a lot of problems between the low times and the designs of the characters and so of course i know they made a lot of updates and they changed it around just so that way it can suit everybody's liking visually to see at the game um but again they also worked on this game as well and then basically you take lord you take um the role of star lord and you basically that's it you're only playing as star lord in a sense of everything that they shown within the cinematic trailer and as well as gameplay trailer you're only playing as star lord everybody else like gamora rocket groot drax all those characters you cannot play as you literally can control them and be like you know hey it's, it's kind of like one of those things the one game i can maybe compare it to almost in a sense i want to say kingdom hearts and I say that because of the fact that when you're playing a sword, obviously you can't play as Donald or Goofy, right? And though there are certain abilities and certain attacks or certain combos that you can pull off. I mean, they can they can do their own thing, is what I'm saying. Because that's what exactly what Gamora, Drax, and Rocket and Groot can do. They basically are standing there battling against them as well. And they're doing their own thing as well. Um, but again, if you want to, you know, tell them to do a certain command, you can do that. You know, you can actually go do an actual menu as you're battling and be like hey you know rocket fire off a bunch of missiles and stuff like that you know what i'm saying um if they have the um ability and or gauge enough to actually do it so to me that's pretty interesting um that's kind of one of the games i kind of compare it to there's plenty of other games that kind of uses the same implement um style of gameplay but saying all that it's still kind of interesting that you're only playing a star lord though i mean he has blasters and he can fly. <laughs> I mean, I mean <clears throat> excuse me, that's not telling me much. I mean, that's cool, I guess. And of course, they got a nice little, you know, bunch of music and stuff like that, rocking the 80s, 90s style of gameplay and music and everything like that, especially when they have their um, team combo and whatnot. So it's interesting, but the game surprisingly which no one really expected that game and i didn't expect that game i mean i literally sat there and watched that screen express conference that sunday and i was just like where did this game come from <laughs> it was totally under wraps and i don't think anybody knew about this game like because you know of course you get those people that 
I don't know, got too much time in their hands and somehow was able to figure out, hey guys, guess what? I found a leak. Um, there's like this coding here that says guardians underscore of underscore the underscore galaxy October 26th. Score Enix. You know, something like that. I don't know. They find some kind of algorithm that allows them to say, hey, this is the said game is probably going to come out. This is rumored, right? God, we get enough of that as it is. So, but this one, they did a great job of keeping that under wraps because no one knew about this game. No one. You'd be lying if you said if you knew because I wouldn't have known about this game. We knew about Avengers, which, speaking of Avengers, they showed off more gameplay of the Black Panther uh, DLC expansion pack. So, that one is pretty said interesting about what was mentioned about that as well. Um, they, of course, they showed off a little bit more gameplay, especially with um, with the what you say Hawkeye and everything like that. And um, it was cool. It was interesting. But the one thing that they they didn't mention here. And by the way, that expansion pack with Black Panther, that game looks so solid. Honestly, that would bring me back to playing that game. I'm serious. Um, because I haven't touched that game in a minute. And it's nothing against them. I just never touched it. I never did. <laughs> I haven't touched it in a while. Um, so, but he will be available for August 2021 20, to be played as for Black Panther. And again, the costume looks so sick. The designs for the whole entire area of Wakanda and everything looks so clean. Like, and I know Square Enix, especially we all know from their, again, the beautiful graphics that is that they work on for Final Fantasy. I was like, dude, this game, this game. Um, but they mentioned, of course, as well, like one thing that they didn't mention, and this could have been me because I have not have seen anything. Um, where's Spider-Man? Because if I'm not mistaken, Spider-Man has not been mentioned at all. If anybody could go back to when this game first came out, which was not long ago. <laughs> it was back in September of 2020. Same day when Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 came out. I know uh, by both on the same day. Because Tony Hawk originally was supposed to be out on that September 4th. And then next thing you know, it's like, oh yeah, we're going to delay the game to that said date too. I'm looking like, oh great, you're going to make me get a double whammy heel <laughs> so um yeah but if i remember and recall it spider-man was supposed to be an exclusive character was supposed to be coming out around said this year um and i mean still it's about halfway done but at the same time i haven't really said i haven't really heard anything about it i haven't really seen anything about it as much um You know, so they didn't show anything, but they're saying that it's still in development, I guess. Um, you know, I think from what I heard, I guess, from what I was reading, um, it was just, I guess, somewhere before summer 21, 2021. But the thing is, we're already at the brick of the summer, and I haven't heard anything. They didn't show anything about that. So I am very curious as to when they're going to show this. <laughs> Um, so my guess is that still, again, this is June 2020, even if they may decide to give it to, to have them out in the summer, you still got, you know, July, you still got August. 
But of course, if that doesn't happen, which that would not surprise me, I could probably see it coming out around the end of the year. And if not, that still won't surprise me either. I mean, <laughs> I mean again, they just didn't, they didn't really say anything more from that. You know what I'm saying? They haven't. They have not said anything about it since then. So I can just spitball and say maybe towards the end of this year, if not beginning part of 2022, because that's when a lot of games are going to be coming out at that time. So 2022 is going to be pretty big. There's still a good, game, good amount of games coming out this year, but as probably a lot of us seen, there's a lot of games that's going to be coming out 2022. And, shoo, hopefully you've been saving. <laughs> so, um, and, yeah, that's kind of about it for that one. But um, that was that was interesting what they were going to do with Black Panther, though. So, that's cool. Um... If I'm not mistaken, it was free for the expansion pack. That that part of that game is free with no extra charge. Um, I was very unclear, though, if it was supposed to be um, free just in general. I doubt it. But um, I think the game... Yeah, it actually said that the game is that it will be free for all players who own Marvel's Avengers. So even if you don't have the expansion pack because I have none of them it actually is going to be free so that's what I, that's what I thought I saw because I didn't it was very unclear for me if it was going to be like if you have the expansion pack bundle if it was it comes for free you know because some people do that <laughs> it's like oh well if you got the expansion pack well let's just throw it in there for free since you already paid for it I mean sheesh but now they said it was free for all players who own it which is awesome because <laughs> you best believe that will and they probably, maybe that was a marketing thing I feel like it's probably a marketing thing. I could be jumping the gun here to me. I feel like it is a marketing thing because if you sit there <laughs> and think about it again, I just said that the game has been struggling for a minute now and it's not even been a year since this game came out and for them to have that free, it's a good call, you know, because a lot of people love Black Panther um, and as cool and especially the graphics for that expansion pack looks beautiful it sparked my interest exactly i don't know how long that expansion pack is going to be i have no idea but it's gonna be pretty cool so if you want to win your audience back that's kind of a good thing to do a good good way to kind of bring them back wheel them back it's like a fish with bait you know what i'm saying this is the bait you were trying to wheel us back into this game and there was a lot of hype for this game, and I was one that was very hype for it. I was like, oh my goodness, this game looks cool. And then it just underperformed. <laughs> so, um, so to me, that's pretty cool in, in, this, in that case. So I'll be looking out for that um, coming August. I had to look back at my notes on that one because I was just like, where? And they, they actually said it was going to be around the end of the year for that. So but that's pretty cool. That's uh, it's pretty cool yo there. Um, Ubisoft also showed off a lot of games as well. They did a lot of things with Brawlhalla, um, throwing in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I need to get into Brawlhalla because I touched it, played it once. Cool! I just never bothered to play it again. It's not even bad against it. I mean, it really pretty much reminds you of Super Smash in a miniature Rayman-like style game. <laughs> so, of course, they also have Mario and Rabbids. Speaking of Rayman, um, they got that game, which 
I mean, I'm nothing against that game. I never played it. Um, never played that series. Um, nothing really sparked my interest for that, even though Rayman is such a fun game to play. But I didn't invest much with Rayman. But it's still a fun game, nonetheless. But at the same time, Mario and Rabbids is an interesting combination there, I guess. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm not knocking anybody because a lot of people say they love that game. Um, one day, <laughs> when the time is right, I think about picking it up the game you know what i'm saying um so you know that's that's a lot of those games that's gonna be pretty much announced there as well um a lot of the other games that pretty much announced was like they showed off you know you know they showed off battlefield 2042 reveal and i was like like yo <laughs> you're gonna get me back into playing battlefield because that game looks amazing <laughs> so and then you also had Tina, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, um, kind of like, again, a spinoff to Borderlands 2, as I mentioned before. So they showed off a little bit of that, too, as well. Elden Ring, too. So, you know, that was pretty cool as well. Um, Rainbow Six, they showed a little bit off of, from there as well. Um, so, yeah, you saw it had some good games that was announced from there as well and whatnot. Uh, Capcom, I was confused as to what really Capcom was trying to do at E3. Um, it was kind of one of those things that Capcom probably shouldn't have done in E3 uh, practice conference. I mean, me, I was hyped. Cause, I mean, they talked about, obviously, you know, some of the games that have already been announced. You know, that was pretty much like games like with the Resident Evil. But the conference, the thing is, it's not so much them announcing the content. Obviously, everybody got excited for that. For them to have their own conference, I was confused as to what was going on. <laughs> I felt for the lady that was standing there trying to run it because she was she was trying to keep it moving, and I was just like, "Yeah, this is kind of rough." <laughs> so, um, but they also showed off Monster Hunter Rise, which is a game I'm looking forward to buying as well. That game looks amazing. All right, so I'm gonna have fun with that game. <laughs> All right, so hopefully everybody can pick that one up pretty soon they also showed off a lot with the great ace attorney chronicles never played that series but you know they also you know talked about a lot within that game so that was pretty cool um so that's what they're gonna do about that they showed off a lot with reverse with resident evil release date and everything like that so you know they were saying that was gonna be released in july 2021 but you know you know it was kind of delayed a little bit at the end so that's it's pretty cool it's interesting there a little bit um but it was, it was very short because again they only had just about those couple of games that was kind of announced and of course they mentioned about the capcom pro tour returns uh, because of the fact probably because of covid <laughs> i mean they didn't do anything last year with that so i'm not surprised with that the one things that they didn't really announce that i thought they might have would have announced was i didn't expect them to announce street fighter for six I mean, considering the fact that Street Fighter V is kind of... They, they announced that that fifth season, ironically, is the fifth season, Street Fighter V. You know, get it? Anyway. <laughs> um, within that Capcom area, within Street, Street Fighter V, that season five is the last season for any character, any, you know, stages, etc. Any even costumes. Um... So, with that being said, uh, which is supposed to be ended around this year, because that game's been out, again, I'll never forget it, I picked it up in February of 2016, that game's been out for that long, and there's been so much content, I mean, 
Whoo-wee. Hopefully you're not on a budget because that game had so many characters you had to buy, so many stages that you had to buy, costumes. Yeah, none of that stuff was free. The only way it'd be said free is if you do the battle points that was art within the game. But even if you do the battle points, just for said for the characters, for instance, there are so many battle points. It's the largest amount of battle points you ever have to get in between the costumes and the stages and the characters. I guess because it's a character, you would think they'd just go back and be like, yo, just go back to the old way and just be like, yo, let's just unlock the characters like normal. Like say like Marvel's Capcom 2, even though they kind of almost did the same system where, <laughs> you know, you purchase, you, you if you save a bunch of points throughout playing through the game, you can purchase a character to the game. Some are higher than others. Though, of course, you can trick the system by, like, going back and forth into the, to the store. Sometimes they change the prices and stuff like that that may make it lower. But, you know, so that was that was kind of one of the one of the biggest problems that was going on within that, in terms of within the, the game system and everything like that. So, you know, when it came down to it, um, you know, that was... That's just something that was interesting to me, but I'm not surprised that they didn't really have anything announced with Street Fighter 6. So maybe next year. And hopefully they do something with Marvel's Capcom, because I was really thinking they could do something with Marvel's Capcom series again. Because Infinite, the last time that game came out was back in 2017. And this is 2021 and nothing has been worked on. So Capcom's E3 was pretty short, but those were kind of like the big games that was pretty much announced with the Resident Evil, Monster Hunter, and um, Ace Attorney. So that's kind of sums up Capcom. And that was on Monday, too. So, interestingly enough. Now let's get to the other big behemoth that is Nintendo. <laughs> uh, again, they dropped a 40-minute E3 um, event. And they usually always, always on Tuesdays every year from as long as I know and it usually starts at 12 because of course at 9 um, a.m pacific time and 12 p.m for eastern standard time so 40 minutes and they drop a lot within 40 minutes i mean you could technically drop a lot of material within 40 minutes give or take the you know the announcements and sort of set play you know gameplay but whoo man where do i begin <laughs> i guess let me start off with the first thing that was literally announced within the, the nintendo direct that made me lose my mind <laughs> all right and it was funny because i you know when i saw it i was like yo <laughs> yo i didn't want to be that dude and be like going nuts all over outside be like running around the neighborhood <laughs> because i didn't expect a certain character to be announced for a certain game which technically i did but not this particular character maybe maybe so i don't know i I was, I was expecting the gaming series to be in this game, though. Because why? It's a fighting game, you know? But let me continue before I, I get to my, my, my synopsis of all that. When they first started off with the Nintendo E3 Direct, they instantly showed off a character that was for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And so that's pretty much what happened within there as well. And so within the first game, they pretty much they announced, they showed off... Um, Kazuya, he was the character that was the first character of any announcement that happened at E3 for Nintendo. He's put into the game, and I was like, "Yo," because <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, way back when I was thinking about characters that could be announced inside the um, 
for the for the, the second bundle pack and for the fighters pass they had to put another they had to put a Tekken character in there i mean because if you have street fighter counting two when you have ryu and ken yeah ken's an echo fighter because he's always been an echo fighter even in the series they both do the same thing right so you got two reps for street fighter then you bust out terry from fatal fury and it was sad because you know they could have done something with with virtual fighter but no they put akira as even in his old style <laughs> they put him as an assist trophy i'm looking like they're doing sega kind of low-key dirty here because they could have at least have put a virtual fighter character they could have put jackie bryan in there they could have they didn't do it but they put kazuya which makes sense because again bando nemco first of all i mean they worked on super smash anyway and it's kind of interesting they have another rep for that series because uh to my knowledge the only rep is a really pac-man <laughs> so um but kazuya man and kazuya is one of my mains even in tekken so i was already happy because it was like it was either going to be him or Jin. to me i was the, i was thinking it was going to be Jin. but kazuya made sense because of the fact that he was it's the tekken series is such a weird series <laughs> in terms of storyline because kazuya at once was the protagonist because I mean, let's be real. When your father picks you up and just drops you off a cliff, I mean, that's 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 kind of harsh there, and that makes Heihachi a villain. <laughs> so he came back, and guess what? He defeated Heihachi and did the same thing. So you had to be happy for Kazuya, right? That was Tekken One. Throughout throughout the series, I mean, Kazuya. I don't even know if you could say like had like evil intentions. Then I mean, I mean, of course he had like the double gene that's in his body. Of course, as we learn more about everything that happened within that series when Tekken 7 came around, because, you know, we saw how Hiachi married, you know, Kazuya's mom, who happened to actually have the double gene, gene inside her body. And I'm looking like, how did Hiachi didn't know that? So Hiachi obviously was trying to, like, destroy any type of bloodline that came with within that double gene, even if that meant his son. And then, of course, it happens with Jin as well. And I'm looking like, because you just got to look at blood vengeance like it's in it's insane <laughs> the fighting between those three i mean that whole entire fight scene i think it's still maybe up on youtube but you have to check out blood vengeance for tekken because all three of them literally back to back to back fighting each other like one minute Hiachi and kazi is going against jen jen and kazi going against Hiachi. it's like a whole triangle just rotating it's it's ridiculous and whatnot too but it's <laughs> even the dude who was trying to do a one punch towards Hayachi got picked up and got slammed it was hilarious i mean the man had like all this muscle Hayachi had just like he got punched in the chest Hayachi was like that's it <laughs> like he caused all this win effect and Hayachi didn't even flinch and Hayachi's old <laughs> so <laughs> i'm looking like yo this man picked him up and slammed him i was looking like <laughs> that's that's pretty sad and harsh <laughs> so but anyway no kazuya oh that was a good pick um it was funny how that opening went when he was just picking up ganondorf and just trucked him over the cliff i was like huh <laughs> but it looks like because of course as knowing tekken playing tekken for years as long as i have as a kid going into the arcade and playing it tekken is one of those fighting games that has such a huge moveless <laughs> and i've seen characters i can't recall which one it could have been eddie gordo it could have been jen it could have been kazuya it could have been lee i don't know it did so many characters they all fluctuate in terms of moveless i've seen moveless that can go over 300 moves 
it's 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 insane i couldn't i can't be that person maybe if i'm playing it for a living maybe but that's 300 moves i gotta memorize <laughs> and pull off and half the time especially if you're doing a competition said competition you're not trying to be fancy no you're not trying to be fancy if you're trying to be fancy i mean i guess that's cool but you're, you're trying to win <laughs> i mean i mean at least you give give you a ray of different moves to pull off but i'm, I'm just trying to defeat you that's all that's the goal <laughs> but it looks like to me they had a lot of the moves from kazia that they put inside tekken so it's interesting how they did that and i was impressed i was impressed with a lot of gameplay that was put into that entire um entire in his moveset so they didn't really show off anything like they showed off gameplay but they didn't um go more in detail they just showed like a small gameplay trailer him doing all those different moves that if you played tekken or played as kazu you recognized him um he had the double gene form he can he can pull that off too as well so that's interesting as well um and he can pretty much fly around do a bunch of eye beams from his forehead uh ground pound everything so it's 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 pretty it's pretty cool that they did that and so um that's it that's a huge that's a huge game there um for me and um that's that's pretty cool so the thing is with sakura sakura mentioned that that game or showing off more of his gameplay in depth will be until about you know june 28th so some people have to wait for all of us have not some people all of us have to wait for that to um come out for that so possibly that game character may not come out until probably i don't know probably i don't know i think probably near it could be the same day when he makes that announcement or it could be somewhere in july but kazi as a character is gonna be pretty cool to play as and see just to see what he's gonna pull off but that was the first character of course nintendo showed off a lot more within games they showed off mario party superstars um it looks like to me it's a new game um but it shows off like i think about over a hundred um mini games that was pretty much spanned across all mario party games between mario party 1 through i guess you could say 10 and then other versions of it too even you know super mario party for the switch so you're talking all those games and of course they also brought like the boards as well as way back as like the n64 days so i'm looking like that's pretty that's pretty cool um so that's that's interesting so that's gonna be a pickup <laughs> they also showed off um super monkey ball because uh well some people might forget um that game is now it's 20 years 20 years since that game came out that was back in 20 done 2001 um kind of roughly around the same year when the dreamcast died <laughs> so um but there's been a good amount of games that came out you know you have of course super monkey ball one two three then you have other ones as well of course recently of course you got banana blitz so you have a lot of games that's being announced in here as well for the um for the game and so um it's interesting um it's, it's very interesting what they're going to do with that so it looks like they're going to have like a combination of all that in one game so that's a nice little pickup, and I believe that game is supposed to be coming out around the end of this year as well. Um, so that's another pickup as well. Uh, they showed off a lot of other ones as well, like they showed off um, the Mario Golf game. Um, so that one's, I believe that one's supposed to be coming out around the, um, 
think around the 25th if i'm not mistaken so that one's that one people should be looking forward to as well and um because yes yes mario golf super rush so you can go ahead and look for that as well and that's coming out as well they mentioned about other ones like uh cruising um the arcade racing game <laughs> that um you know you played and obviously again in arcade whether you probably played it at dave and buster's it's supposed to come out this fall and it's only exclusive to nintendo which is interesting but um looks it's gonna be fun to play as within that game um they also mentioned that mario's guardians of the galaxy that one is also going to be the one i just announced the one i just mentioned that one's going to be on the switch as well so i was like hmm it's probably not going to run as maybe as smooth as say the ps4 probably 5 and the xbox one slash xbox series x i don't know how well that's going to run um tony hawk pro skater 1 and 2 which kind of shocked me but also i kind of forgot <laughs> um because again this game's it's only it's been out since you know around september 4th of last year and I forgot it was only for PlayStation and Xbox. It didn't mention anything with Nintendo. And really, if, you, if you're if you Tony Hawk Pro Skater fans, you will remember too that Pro Skater 1, um, at least I know from that, was that Pro Skater 1 at least was on the N64 as well. Not just only PlayStation. Obviously it wasn't on Xbox, but <laughs> not just um, PlayStation, Dreamcast, but it was also on N64. So. So it kind of it kind of made sense that that was also coming to to switch. So that's pretty cool. At least you could take that on the road with you and whatnot. Um, they showed off a lot of other games as well. Um, you know, of course, like Monster Hunter Stories Two. They showed that one off a little bit. Um, so they showed off a lot of with that. Also, Shin Megami Tensei Five. Never played any of that series, but that one looks pretty interesting too as well. That one's coming out. Uh, exclusively for the Nintendo Switch, so but that comes out November 12th. And then Advance Wars, I remember playing that I think back in the day as well. It's like a kind of like if you think about a um, kind of like the Fire Emblem statue of battling, you get around an area, you start battling each other to cover ground and whatnot. So, and of course, they showed a lot more with in Legend of Zelda. Because Legend of Zelda, they showed off a lot within saying like they have a, like a Game & Watch, the little little retro one that, you know, you had back in the day. They have a lot of the games that's in there, such as the first game of Legend of Zelda, uh, Legend, uh, Legend of Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, and Link's Awakening up there as well. So you're talking about all four of those games. And it was pretty cool, the interactions they had with them. Like, say you have like a timer, and say, for example, it's like 2 o'clock. <laughs> and it's like since it says two o'clock you have you can do like a little mini game that's like okay you got two minutes to complete a certain section you know whether you're collecting coins or defeat a bunch of enemies so it's it's pretty interesting how they do the interactions within that game and watch system so that's that's cool that's cool so a lot of people can look out for that one as well um they got a couple other ones as well like doom eternal dlc happened at dragon ball z kakarot they showed that one off a little bit as well. Astra Ascending. So, and then towards the end, especially, they showed off a lot within, um, not a lot, but they showed off a little bit of uh, Breath of the Wild 2. Um, because, like the developer said, he it's been a minute since they really showed off a lot. And it's been about two years since they made that first announcement about this game. And 
that game is now they just they just slated a year saying it's going to come out 2022 um so that's interesting at least <laughs> um i don't know how far they have gone with the game because they really didn't show us much just a trailer of exactly what the game kind of looks like but um we'll we'll see um could i see that game being extended further probably so i mean it wouldn't be no different than with final fantasy you know you know the one thing you don't want to do is you know rush your games we i've we seen that too many times for a couple of games and because they were trying to meet deadlines nah if that game does not look like it's supposed to i would never put that game out there people can wait they want that game to have bad enough because you turn around you turn that game in guess what they're gonna judge it just off that game the game could have been this but instead you rushed it and put it at a deadline when you know the game wasn't gonna be finished properly so yeah nobody wants that feeling also they mentioned about warrior um they had this kind of, i guess it's called warrior get it together and warrior has been around for a while and all it is is like fast crazy wacky mini games and it's micro games if you want to call it like that and it's pretty cool that they do it so um that one comes out september 10th so there's a lot of games again nintendo did not pull back at all as well as again they had metro dread and that one's supposed to be coming out um within this year as well around october 8th if i remember and there's there's a lot with that one looks like samus is like getting tra- chased around like by these drones and whatnot and explore around this whole entire map so it's kind of fits the the title because <laughs> it's like whoa <laughs> so it's interesting so a lot of people probably were rejoicing for that especially for anybody to um that are fans of metroid as well so definitely a good pickup there as well so there's a lot of games that was dropped in there to look forward to within this year and of course within next year whether it's the beginning part of next year or mid or end of the year of next year so there was a lot that was dropped out this entire week from that saturday all the way until that tuesday of e3 so a lot to look forward to and again like i said with sony um you know you know some people have mixed feelings on the fact that you know could have sony have been there at e3 instead and yes and no again it's up totally up to them i mean they have the flexibility that a lot of times now they have the platform the way that they probably didn't have like no one had back in the day because you really had to go and um you know be there physically for the press conference as well as you also have like kiosks for anybody that wants to try out the games there as technology has advanced of course people would be like well well all we gotta do is just show out the games you know on a direct you know or in a case for playstation the state of play now that of course that's not saying which i don't know why this is not brought up as much and it could be different of course it's a little bit different aside from a person that's never been e3 but the problem is is that you still have a way for you to still have people play those games i mean there's a thing called demos and they can still release demos on these game systems you may not see it firsthand from people's you know appearance and you know quick reactions but you know they have forums they have social media people can talk about these games (laughs) so it's not like no one's gonna mention how they feel about the game so but sony you know it's it's totally up to them 
But saying all that too as well, since they were not here at, um, you know, within E3, I was hope they may have some kind of um, some kind of state of play this summer, if not in July, maybe beginning part of you know August, because the last one was pretty much talking about Horizon the entire time, just that one game solely. So, um, so yeah. And there was a lot of games. I mean, of course, like I said, especially with Square Enix, of course, they mentioned a lot with Final Fantasy, um, a lot. And I'm pretty sure if Sony was there, they would have shown off a lot of games up there. Because, I don't know, I guess Square Enix do a lot of games within, you know, Square Enix. This just, it's just always how it's been, in a sense. Like, they recently had, was already been out now, they recently have the DLC for Final Fantasy you know, and the one that had Yuffie and everything within it. And of course, if you happen to have a copy for it, you can get that one as a free upgrade, especially if you want to convert it into the PS5. Um, of course, and also too, they have like a new game. It's like Strangers in Paradise, which I guess is supposed to be like a Final Fantasy origin story. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit. It takes like a little bit of some elements from Devil May Cry. Not entirely. Still has elements of Final Fantasy as it is, but it's like when you're defeating enemies you kind of like ripping their skulls and breaking their jaws i was looking like <laughs> that looks like something from double may cry <laughs> so i don't know but it's it's kind of i don't think i've ever seen that from a final fantasy game <laughs> so i don't know exactly what they were doing with that one um so but they have a demo for it though but we'll see but that was kind of one of their games there but they announced it you know, for the, within their press conference, but I'm pretty sure they would announce it there. But they didn't announce anything with Final Fantasy 16, um, which was very troubling. Um, I don't know exactly. I mean, I understand this again; it's still not probably finished. But if they haven't said anything now, and they still got time, but if they haven't said anything now, I feel like that game may not come out until 2022. And we're just talking Square Enix in general right now, just because again, if you know their rep sheet. They're known for delaying games, not on purpose. A lot of times they do make it on time, if, if they know they will, but they also will know, which you have to appreciate that if a game does not look like it's supposed to be up to snuff, they will delay it. They did it with Avengers. They did it with Final Fantasy Remake, even though that was off a month, <clears throat> excuse me, even though that was off a month versus like uh, Marvel's Avengers to where, <laughs> where that game was supposed to be coming out in May of last year. And then they moved it to September. So, yeah, that was more than a month. <laughs> so, um, so it didn't really surprise me as much with that. So, yeah, that, 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 that's pretty much how that worked for that. So, and that's the entirety of what pretty much happened in my eyes and the depth of what happened within, um, uh, within the E3. So, a lot to look forward to within the end of this year and next year. But anyway, thank you for listening. And I hope you guys enjoyed the E3 as much as I did. And I'll talk to you soon.